Greetings, everyone. This is I'm Right. I'm Right. And I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. We finally went out. <laughs> we sure did. We went out to dinner with friends that we haven't seen. Well, we haven't been out with in, in a long time. Right. I've seen was... I saw them at their wedding. They got married two months ago. Yes. So I, yes. I was at the wedding. And And who were these people? Kim and George. Kim and George. All right. Yes, so we, we we had a wonderful a time. Yes, yes. We had a wonderful time. We actually got kicked out. <laughs> we got kicked out. Because we were still talking and laughing <laughs> at, long after our food was gone. Yeah. After we so, paid the bill, we were still there. We wouldn't yes. get up, wouldn't leave. Yes. But we understood when we were politely asked to to leave because yeah. people were waiting on tables which we didn't know because we, we were in our own little world we e were in our own e little bubble exactly you know i had thought about that several times while we were sitting there I not was like, me mm, gee we've been was, here for a I was long totally, totally time in, in the bubble paid our bill enjoying a long the company. time ago enjoying the company and the food and yeah. i felt safe too i know some of our listeners are well aware that i rarely leave the house so uh, I felt safe. That's true. Okay. Well, great. Um, what are we doing today, Jill? Well, this week's topic is who hurt you? It's who, part of I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It's part I of a segment that we call Stand by Your Stands. You actually so, did do it. I didn't you do it. You wrote a whole poem to me when we were dating. <laughs> Basically say it, I didn't hurt you, someone else did. Well, yes, in, in, in this poem. I didn't know you was going to bring up that poem. I, I probably would have pulled it out. Oh, and, you still and, remember and parts of it because every now it. and then you just say it. You just recite <laughs> parts of it. So I'm sure you still remember lines from that poem. I still remember lines from that poem because I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, it was a great poem. It's just I didn't want to hear it. Okay. Do you remember any lines? No, I just went blank. Really? <laughs> I am not your past. Yeah. I am your present and your future too. If you can understand. Yeah. yeah See, I, remember, I knew you knew. You understand. Yeah. But so so anyway, this is all about um singles that have had some bad relationships and they became scarred from those relationships of what happened in those relationships. But they bring that old relationship, the scar, into their new relationship, which is never a good thing. True, never. because you, you just said scar. I think it's a wound that can heal. Yes, yes. I, I do believe that, but I also believe, I, I think I do like my my uh, choice of words of, of scar <laughs> um, because you need to remember also what happened so it doesn't happen again. Right. So you need I, to learn from I, it. And I, have, I have a scar on my right arm, big scar. You do? See? Oh, you do. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking I I thought you meant metaphorical. No, a, meta a real physical metaphor. physical okay. scar and I know that every time I see that scar, I remember how I got it. And I also remember 
to make sure I don't do anything that will create another scar that looks just like it. True. So it's it's the same with, you know, relationships. You know, uh you can get hurt in a relationship, especially when you're when you're young and uh in love and you think it's going to last forever and the person just does you wrong. Right. I think all of us whether we're single or not, I think all of us have had a bad relationship with someone. But it it's supposed it's <laughs> It's supposed to work out to where you learn from that, you know, of what that's not good for you. Maybe that person is still a good person. They're just not good for you and what you need in your life. Well, that's that's true. Um, but and then there's sometimes they're just bad people. But here's the the deeper question, which is if you have been scarred by someone in a relationship and you well, do say hurt. I'm still not agreeing with your choice of words. Sorry. When we say hurt. <laughs> say something. Okay, you can say scar. You say scar, I, I will say, say hurt. hurt. Go ahead. Yes. Scarred. Finish your thought. Scarred. Finish your thought. Scarred is the word I want to use. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I know I know you're a fantastic editor, okay? <laughs> and you helped me with something earlier today. And I I'm sure very, did. And I'm, I'm probably very... <laughs> gonna have to have do again for you. And I'm very and I'm very happy that you pointed something out to me that it's something that needed to be edited. And you were a hundred percent right. But this time I do want to use the word scar. Okay, finish your thought. Oh now you I don't remember now. <laughs> Well, no, it's about having a scar. And instead of remembering what happened and learning from it, a person can bring that scar with them to their next relationship. So the new person they're with is not the same person that scarred them. Or maybe they are. Or maybe they are. Yes. <laughs> if you haven't or maybe learned your they lesson, are. they may very well they may, be that's the right. Well, same I was, exact kind of person. I was, I was going to get to that um, because people do tend to make the same mistakes over and over and over again until they learn. But I wasn't going to talk about that right now. Okay. What I was going to talk about is you meet another person that's actually great, that may be great for you. They're the right person. But instead, you may not trust that person because the person you were with before cheated on you. You may not trust that person because the person before stole all your money <laughs> and your identity. So you may not trust the new person that is really a fantastic person. So here, maybe you can answer this, Jill. So how does a person... How does one overcome the scars from past relationships and be able to move on and have a healthy and happy relationship? Well, that's a loaded question <laughs> um, because there are many different ways to do it. But the way I did it, because I used to, my, my picker used to be off. I used to uh, get with, you know, have relationships with the same kind of person, 
Mm -hmm. know, and maybe not, maybe they weren't all to the same degree, but I would choose people that really weren't available to me Mm -hmm. emotionally or, you know, like it wasn't that they were commitment phobic, but they really, I was never the priority for them, not even in the top three. Mm -hmm. So the way I got over it was every time I, I, got into a new relationship or or went out on a date with a new person, I would give them, you know, I would, I would approach that date like what it was, which is with a new person. So the slate is clean. However, I learned to understand and notice the signs of when it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not that I was constantly on guard for it, but if they, said something that just didn't quite add up in my mind, I went with that instinct. Like my gut might have been telling me, you know, something's off here. Uh And I learned to listen to my gut instincts. Mm -hmm. So whereas before I would ignore my gut instincts. So what if your gut instinct was incorrect? And what if your gut instinct was acting upon what you have been through in a past relationship? So you're saying, what if my gut instinct is saying this person is the same as all the others? Yes, but they're not. Then I would take a step back and work on myself. But how would how would you know that? How how would you know that you're not viewing this correctly? Because most of us don't know. We, I, I have been in many, 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 many bad relationships. (laughs) Me too. Me too. And it took a long time for me to realize the problem wasn't with the people I was in a bad relationship with. The problem was with me. Well, that's and, why I said and choosing take, take time for yourself. Re- really people. see what works for you. Take take time yeah, for yourself. But but we often don't know that. That's the problem. So how do you know that? Well, um, I real I got yeah. to that point because I was just tired of dating. <laughs> you know, people that weren't good for me. Well, I I got to that point. By I I had been getting closer to that point, but I wasn't all the way there until I had the worst relationship of my whole life. So you had to hit rock bottom in in regard I, to relationships yes, before you I had, took I had a step to back. Hit, I hit yes, I had to hit rock rock bottom. I'm going to rock rock bottom, and that's when I realized never again. Never again will I choose the wrong person because I knew what type of person I was choosing. You know, just like people that choose someone that looks like their ex. Right. Always they have a type. type. Well, my type wasn't a a look. My type (laughs) was their (laughs) emotional and mental state. That was the that was my type. If if they yes, that that was my type. If if they had some type of mental illness or something else going along, I would find them or they would find me and 
But you're not telling our listeners to hit rock bottom before they work on themselves, right? Well, I'm telling that story, yes, because I I don't want them to have to hit rock bottom. Um, I believe the reason you and I have such a great relationship is because we've had so many Bad, bad ones. Yes. And we <laughs> and we finally learned. Yes. We finally, finally learned. Oh, it took me a while. That's right. I can't, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. I just can't do it. Um, so it breaks down to what I've said before. One, be happy with yourself, which is a loaded, another loaded question on how to get to that point. And it's it's different for many people. But you really have to be happy and confident with yourself and know your worth. Yes. That you're worth good in your life. You're worth a wonderful relationship. You're worth you're even if you decide, hey, I don't want anybody, right? I right. just want to be by myself. Yes. But as long as you're happy doing that, you're all is good. Yes. <laughs> because I, I think whether you're you're happy being single or you you still want someone, I think you have the the focus should be you. You, you need to be happy with yourself. Absolutely. In both of those scenarios. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> making it worse. Yeah, making it worse. <laughs> former President George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> that make up words. So, again, back to who hurt you? Has anyone ever... Have, have you ever brought your past into your your present relationship and someone said, who hurt you because of all the things that you were saying to them? Mm-hmm. They have said that to you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I've had times where I used to love to dance. So where do you go to dance? Used you, to? I hardly dance anymore. But I used to love, love, love it. Okay, so I used to go to clubs to dance, not as much to pick up women, but first and foremost to dance, just so I could dance. Right. And I would ask anyone to dance, tall, short, overweight, skinny, didn't didn't matter, didn't matter the the person. I would just ask them. Um. So if if I asked a woman that was standing next to another woman that was extremely attractive. So let's say one woman was a number 10, you know, as, as people rate beauty. And the woman that I approach is a five, let's say. Okay. And, I, and I hate to use that type of rating system. Yes. Really, I really do. Um, but I would ask the five, to dance. And instead of just saying, no, thank you, or sure. And this has happened more than once. It happened several times. Why are you asking me? That's what they would say. Whoa. That's, <laughs> that's their immediate answer? Yes. Why are you asking me? I said, what do you mean? I, I just want to dance. You're here. You're standing there. You, you Look like you might want to dance. How come you didn't ask her? And they'll point, she'll point to the very attractive woman. 
said, I saw you standing here like you wanted to dance. Would you like to dance? No, no, no. There must be a reason you asked me. She says, are you a con man? I said, wow. I said, no, I am not a con man. I'm not a con man. I just want to dance. So did you ask her who, who hurt you? Well, I did say, I said, look, I know you've probably been burned before by a con man or something, but I... I don't even want your phone number. I don't even have to. I don't need your name. I just want to dance. Would you like to dance? And she said no. She said no. She said no. So why was she there? I have no idea. Maybe her friends brought her there and she didn't want to go. I, I I don't know. But what I did notice is that for the rest of the night, that woman watched me (laughs) and she watched me and she watched me and watched me dance with all different types of women. Just like I said, I just want to (laughs) dance. If somebody looks like they want to dance, I'll ask them. And she watched me all night like a hawk. So things like that. Was she going to tell them, don't, don't do it, girl. (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, I would dance with a person, you know, for 10 minutes or so, and I'd say thank you and move on. You know, I I, I wasn't trying to get anything out of I understand anyone. That. I, I'm just trying to um, understand her perspective, her perception. Clearly she's been well, hurt. Well, she did Clearly say she's been hurt. She did she did she did say more to me. She she also told me that no, she says you don't even look like you should be in a place like this. <laughs> you <laughs> look completely different than all of these other guys. And you are better looking than all of these other guys, but yet you come to me. So there must be something you want from me. You must see me as some type of target. Wow. No. That sounds like low self-esteem on her part. No, it's because she'd been burnt before. A con man conned her, and she wants to make sure that doesn't happen again. So in her eyes... If there's a guy that seems too good to be true, it she probably is. He's probably a con well, man. Sometimes men who or sometimes when people seem too good to be true, chances are they they are. Really? Yeah. I didn't seem too good to be true. No. <laughs> I didn't. No. I didn't. I'm no. not I'm not worth the heading of too good to be true. No. Oh, that's a compliment. Oh, Lord, Lord. You I, were, thought, you weren't I this, thought you, you love me. I do love you. <laughs> but, you know, you and I have talked about unicorns. You weren't a unicorn to me. I wasn't a unicorn? No, not at all. Why not? You make was, great conversation. Was, You're great company. Uh, I was like, a, a successful single Black man. 
That's not a unicorn to me. It isn't? No. What is a unicorn? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what my unicorn would be. <laughs> I don't know. But that, that wasn't odd to me at all. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that for now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were, you're magical for sure, but we're in a unicorn. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. So do you have, Jill, do you have any advice? Like, we're not like there yet. Straight, oh, I can't help it. That's where no, I want to go. No, we're not there yet. We have to talk a little bit longer. So let's talk uh, about why you wrote that poem for me. What made you write that poem? And then call me up and recite it to me. Well, I noticed certain things about about you. Um, I I remember now that there was a line in there that said, uh, what could have happened to you to make you think you're not beautiful? Do you remember that line? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) so so obviously you must have said something to me or done something made me see that that made you don't recall pick up on that no i actually don't recall exactly what it was uh you said or did doesn't doesn't matter anymore because um whatever that was you no longer do that. Doesn't exist anymore. True. So that, that is that, true. That was that was the other thing. Um, uh, you know, there was things in our relationships that uh, we we had a issue um, with. I found something amusing that you were very passionate about. Yes. And you got very angry. I, I thought. I thought. <laughs> I thought that. It was not characteristic of the woman I thought I knew. I didn't think that reaction was characteristic. So, um, you know, you you got very angry and then you didn't want to talk about it. You know, mostly it's men that don't want to talk about it. You You withdrew. Yes. And that's what made me think, hey, Whatever happened in your past, whoever hurt you and caused you to withdraw, I'm not that person. If I inadvertently hurt you, I want to know what it is I did. Um, I want to talk about it and apologize and make sure it doesn't happen again. But if we don't talk about it, we were going to go nowhere, nowhere, because I didn't want a relationship with you where we didn't truly communicate. Right. And proof is this podcast. I I know. I communicate with you all the time. I love it so much. I decided we needed a podcast to do it also. So, yeah. So, so several things. I think if I uh, get that poem out and read it again, it'll refresh my memory of all the, different reasons i wrote it um yes and you did not like it no i didn't didn't like like you didn't like that poem to like five years later (laughs) 
<laughs> or more. <laughs> or more. Or more. Because it was a reminder to me. Well, first of all, I I am glad that you wrote the poem because and, and recited it to me because it was the first time I realized what I was doing in that I was I had put you in in the box with everybody else mm-hmm. like oh he must be like all the other guys right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so but you were the first one to tell me like no I'm not well you weren't the first one to tell me you weren't but you were the first one to call it to my attention that this is what I was doing mm-hmm. okay so for that reason I ended up liking the poem but the reason it took me so long to like truly like the poem is because it was a reminder of a flaw in me because mm-hmm. it was, as you said at the beginning of this podcast, we have to look at ourselves. Maybe it's us. And so, yes, I, I, I still maintain that the, the flaws I could not tolerate in my other relationships were real. Those were real things, correct? Situations. However, it took you and that poem to let me know that I was carrying that from relationship to relationship. Mm. All right. And so, so it took me a long time because it was a reminder of my own flaw. Now, who wants to look at their own flaws? <laughs> All right. So let's get to our second segment that we call. Give it a rest and a resolution. Well, conclusion. This is conclusion. We have a conclusion. We can't give any advice in our conclusion. Not yet. Conclusion. I don't like. Unless you have more advice later. Well, um, this is this. It's really quite easy, and then it's not quite easy. But the conclusion is that uh, you really do need to be happy with yourself to be happy in a relationship. Um, and that takes work, you know? Yes. That takes, like, takes yes, a lot of work. Yes, relationships take work. Yes. So my conclusion would be, uh, yes, I, I echo what you just said. It starts with self. Um, but recognize that every person is different. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's get to our third segment that we call. I'm trying to help you. Now you can give advice. No, actually, you know, I I wanted you to go first because I wanted to ask you earlier, you know, do you have some advice, you know, for single people, you know, anyone that's been in a relationship before and they're not letting go of the pain of that past relationship. Well, my advice would be, you know, sometimes pain, like you were talking about with your your actual scar, your physical scar, sometimes pain is a reminder of where we've been and where we're going, of, of progress, actually. Mm-hmm. So just as your physical scar reminds you not to do that again, to get that scar, mm-hmm. maybe sometimes maybe we shouldn't let go of of that memory. You can let go of the pain, sure. Mm -hmm. But don't forget who you used to be. Okay, yeah, that's that's pretty pretty good. Or don't forget what others have done so that you can look for those signs. 
Yes, I, I, um, I or agree. recognize the I, signs. I, I agree with that. Also, um, and I just, I just thought of this while you were talking. Um, but sometimes we are not able to see what our real issues are, but our close family and friends see it so clearly. But we don't want to hear it because. <laughs> Tell me about <laughs> they it. They start telling and we get angry. Okay. So I think that we also need to work with ourselves to learn how to take that constructive criticism about re- past relationships because other people can see things that you're doing that you do not see. <laughs> you don't, you don't see it. You know, you do it over and over again. You're making the same mistake. That's true. And we don't see it. So that's um, true. I also think that um, when a relationship ends, you should take time to reflect on what didn't work for you so that you don't do it. Like, don't just hop from one relationship to another like J-Lo does, you know, like. <laughs> Why are you, you calling out J-Lo? Because she, she just needs stop to be by calling, herself for a little you while. stop calling she out does. J. She needs you to be stop, by herself for a little while. Stop calling her out. She does. Well, anyway, let's get to our fourth. Segment. I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to say burn somebody's clothes or something. No. <laughs> like, just take time. All to right. Reflect. What's our what last segment? What's our last segment, Jill? That we call. <laughs> so. What, what do you, do you think? think? What do you think? think? Because I'm right. Because I'm right. You messed us all up. What's the <laughs> phone number? Uh, what is our phone number? 404-594-2247. All right. Yay. Well, that, you've been listening to I'm Right. I'm Right. I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. Shout out to Gifford Ivan. I, blah, blah, blah. Gifford Ivan <laughs> Cordova III for the music. Nick Stinky for the art. And to you too, listeners. Thank you. Thank you. We love you all. Stay safe. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>